0: Hello, Graham. You you can hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Hell yeah.
1: Hey, hold hold on one second. I'm. I have uh, some headphones somewhere. Oh, okay, cool. I think I do. Right, give me one sec. I'm sorry, bro. No. No worries, man. What you been doing?
0: Uh, I actually just watched a couple episodes of this show called Crazy Head
1: on Netflix. Oh, oh, the 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 British show. It's fucking dope, dude. I finished it like two months ago. (laughs) (laughs) I should have mentioned that to you. I mean, I should have recommended it. Yeah,
0: go ahead, go ahead.
1: That show was fun. It was funny as hell.
0: Yeah, man. I'm two episodes in. I'm I'm really impressed.
1: I like I like that blonde.
0: Yeah, she's cute.
1: She is cute, but I don't know. I it's hard for me to. I, I just I think the, the accent carries so much weight with me. Oh, I feel like yeah. I don't even know. She, she she's probably not even that good looking, but just the accent puts her over.
0: Yeah, it's the uh, it's the um. It's like when you work with a girl who's not very hot, but she becomes really hot because you work with her.
1: Oh yeah, THQ goggles. Exactly.
0: That's a, that's the word I was looking for. THQ goggles. Yeah.
1: I knew what you meant, brother. <laughs> Where the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I... No, no, no. It's all good, man. How's my, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm away from my desk right now, but how's it coming in as far as uh, audio, levels?
0: It actually seems to be okay. It sounds good, I think, and, uh, levels look good. All right. Yeah, this is cool. I can't do it Yeah, this would be interesting because, like, we've never done a podcast over Skype, and then, uh, I don't even think we've ever... Have we ever even had a phone conversation?
1: Like in our life?
0: Yeah, outside of like, hey, I'm here, or you know, I'm, where are you or something like that. Have we ever talked on the phone? I don't know.
1: <laughs> we must have.
0: Really? I don't think so. Cause we, right? We, well, we, we used to work together, so that's how we would see each other all the time, and then we'd hang out at each other's houses... And then when we split from THQ, we still hung out, but yeah. I don't know, we were texting? I don't know. I don't think we've had long phone conversations before.
1: Well, well, I will say, if we, if we have had a phone conversation, it we probably was short as fuck. Yeah. As it, as it should be.
0: <laughs> well, we're not uh, 17-year-old girls.
1: Exactly. Unfortunately. Fuck, now you got me thinking. I don't know. You might be right, brother. Maybe we have. Maybe this is like the first phone call. Yeah, right? seems weird. It does. I mean,
0: it does. Yeah. You know what I'm. But, ima- you know what I'm imagining right now while you're looking for your headphones is that you have like a giant chest, and uh, it's like a big old wooden chest, and you got the lid lifted, and you're like digging through, throwing stuff out, like when Yoda was digging through Luke's shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, you got it close. You got it close. Instead of the, just trade the big chest for. Uh, a very sloppy and messy computer desk drawer <laughs> that I haven't gone to in fucking months, and you're right there on the money. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Got it. Success. It was behind my bed. <laughs> Don't ask me what the fuck it was doing there. look
0: okay. I'd rather use my imagination anyway, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. So what have you been up to?
1: Uh oh, man, nothing much. You know, just work. Mm. Work is starting to pick up. Um Is that good or bad? Oh, it's fine. It's good. I mean I mean, when I say, can you hear me? Oh yeah, yeah. All right. I mean when I say pick up, I mean it's meaning that I've actually got something to do like uh two days out of the week as opposed to one. Nice. <laughs> I keep myself busy with my own shit though. What's your own shit? Uh, you know, just like brainstorming and. Oh, okay. Oh, like, so you're still. I mean, still working. Still working. Yeah. Like I'm feeding the, the team ideas and concepts and shit like that. Yeah. Well, but yeah, cool. but I, but I'm also getting ready. I'm I'm going to see Akane tomorrow for the weekend. So running around making sure I got everything taken care of before mm-hmm. that. You know, we're gonna be celebrating her birthday and of course Valentine's Day. Oh right. And all that jazz. That's great, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good to see her. She just got back from Japan, so she's still jet-lagged and shit. Oh, wow. But she's up north? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's cool, man. Hey, are we recording right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is uh, episode four. Yeah. The Bombcast. Bruh. Mm Mm-hmm? So I want to get back to Crazy Head in a sec, but I just now... So, cause I'm like, I'm like such a slave to my phone. I go to IGN, I go to IGN, Huffington Post, CNN, and fucking Bleacher Report at least a hundred times a day each. God damn. I'm constantly clicking. I'm, I'm like, I'm addicted to just news. You know, there's porn on the internet too, right? Oh, trust me. That gets it too. <laughs> that right, gets right. it too. But, but obviously not a hundred times a day. Cause I mean, I do got to go to work and shit. Yeah. Uh but I was just on IG and I got it pulled up right now. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh Kevin Smith announced that he's doing another Jay and Silent Bob movie. Yeah,
0: Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I saw it on uh on Instagram.
1: Of course I I figured you I figured you would have. Yeah. You being yeah. the diehard Kevin Smith fan. You know,
0: you know I, I love I the, know guy. the guy. He's yeah. definitely got some problems <laughs> with problems. his filmmaking, but uh yeah. I, yeah. I'm not like super I'm pumped not, like, for it or anything, but you know, but, it's, a thing.
1: it's
2: a thing. I'll go see yeah. it. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. I pick it up, and I'm almost like I'm going to talk shit about it, but and I, and I will talk shit, about it, but I'll still go see it myself because okay, I was I was a huge Kevin Smith fan, and I, like I'm still I still like the guy. Like, yeah, he hasn't done anything where I'm like, I just turned the corner, I just kind of outgrew his sensibilities, mm-hmm. although have to see red state i haven't seen it yet and i know you talked that up quite a bit yeah that's a that's a very different
0: different film film. um Um, uh you know I was the same way like a lot of the new stuff stuff that he's done i haven't been that big of a fan of of, of, with the exception of red state there's like a a, an echo of me me in in where's that coming from you sure you? it might be coming from you can you push it up um, um, I don't know it just started it, just it wasn't started. it wasn't it wasn't going it when wasn't you going. had the headphones out right on um, right. yeah, real, real, real
2: quick. click yeah see,
0: see if that changes anything is that alright no? how's that no that's way worse no that's Head way worse back headphones
2: in back, sure. back in for sure oh, oh. <laughs> alright
0: alright yeah I can still hear
1: I don't know what it is it doesn't matter well, Hold on, let me go to my setup. There's something I can do on my end. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, Sorry, guys. Listening. Listening. Um. Shit, I don't know the fucking present here. Wait, maybe. Uh, headphones. Fly Wait. It was on my right end. Right now, it's on some stereo. Can you hear me? Uh.
0: No, you can't hear me. Hmm. hmm.
1: Oh, did it get worse?
0: Wait. Uh No, I can still uh, hear no, it. but it, It's alright, man. It's all right. Don't, worry about it. Don't worry about it. You sure? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure this it is out. our first run. There'll be, echo, be with echo
1: of me.
2: That's fine. Uh,
1: well, yeah, I mean, this ain't going to be uh, a normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll figure yeah, it sorry out. Sorry about okay. that. Well, he's. That. That, that might have something to do with it, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Alright. Alright.
1: So, yeah, so Kevin's. I, I'm just, I, I love the first uh, Jay and Silent Bob. I mean, I like those characters and mm. uh, every in all the, in all his movies. I, I I just enjoy seeing him. And what's the guy's name? Jason Mewes. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I I like, him, but I haven't yeah. seen Jason Mewes. I mean, he was an old motherfucker. You know, when they were doing like Clerks and shit. <laughs> How old are these guys? Like <laughs> these guys are gonna be standing around having great hair. Like, I know. He's old as fuck.
0: The only th- Yeah, it's just with him, yeah. I was like, dude, like, like how many t- I mean, we've had, had enough, we've like, had I don't, <laughs> nobody's, I don't- <laughs> nobody's clamoring for a, clamoring. For a
1: new Jay and, and Silent Bob adventure. Yeah, that's the thing, too, it's like, it kind of, it kind of reeks, uh, not reeks, but it, it, it kind of, Yeah. You know, yeah. him going back to these characters from, like, years, you know, years before, and in the same story in IGN, they said that he's been shopping around a mall rats. Uh, TV show, right? Right.
0: So apparently, that, he was going he to, was going to uh, do a, Mallrats, uh, do a Mallrats, uh two, two film. film, and then, and then that, that wasn't, wasn't like nobody wanted that. So wanted then he was that, shopping, so shopping the, the series.
2: Series.
1: Yeah, but apparently nobody yeah, wants, apparently that wants that either. I love Rats. You love Marret's, right? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Of course you do. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Leave <laughs> it. You know, it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't need that. It really doesn't. No. you know just leave it alone you know that movie was it was good for his time and not um, but it was worth, like i i don't know like i wouldn't see i wouldn't want to see maybe if he did it again but it was like not a us but maybe he just wants to do another because that's such an easy uh concept for a film right i mean that, it, that, it could be anybody it's just a whole bunch of You know, young people hanging out, but I don't even know. Do do people still hang out at the mall? Is that even a thing that young Uh, people do? I don't
0: know. I I, I think so. Yeah. You know, because I, my friend and I, we would go to the mall like like, last year and just hang out and people watch. There was a gang of kids there there still.
1: still. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just my you know old ass. Couldn't pay me to go to a fucking mall,
0: dude. A mall is amazing. amazing. If you go to a mall, mall, get get yourself. uh, fucking Annie Ann's Annie Ann's, Annie Ann's, Annie Ann's, pretzel, Ann's pretzel and like a, and cookie, like a from cookie from Mrs. Fields and, Mrs. and then just sit, then just on, a sit on a bench, and, bench watch and watch all the wacky people it's amazing. Yeah,
1: it's amazing so people watch while you accumulate diabetes yeah Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: that, that's America. <laughs> America.
1: <laughs> that, America that is God America God damn it. yeah Yeah. you ain't lying about that Ugh. and you're right hey I love me some Annie M's.
2: oh man
1: uh, so I good. have one like maybe once every five years yeah uh, the same way that I, I love cinnabon too. I have one of those every ten years. <laughs> They're good, but that man, just looking at it, I feel like I'm getting fat. The
0: cinnabon, the cinnabon is cinnabon rough. Is like I, I can only have like a bite, bite or two bite of a cinnabon. But, cinnabon, cinnabon, cinnabon uh, Annie but Annie, I'll Annie the Ann's,
1: I'll eat the entire, entire place, place out of those damn pretzels. damn pretzels. They're, They're pretzels. Pretzels. so good. They're so good. I'm the same way with uh, the cinnabon. I could is even though, I know about like what's in it. I don't care. Like that is. <laughs> That is edible crack right there. Yeah, it really is. It's and normally it, it's probably got a high, you know, from what I know about crack, because it's <laughs> fantastic for that bit of for that fleeting moment of time that you have it, and you're eating it. You're like you're like in heaven. Yeah. But as soon as that some bitch is gone, <laughs> man, that's talk about crack. Yeah. Like not I mean, like for your body as well as your mental. And I just eat. I had two days worth of my nutritional, you know uh, requirements.
0: Oh, hold on man, you're cutting out. Hold on, hold on. Um I don't know if that's on my end or if I think it's just Skype. Uh it's like cutting in and out. Um Let me see. What if let
1: me see. you
0: can hear me, okay, can hear me right?
1: okay right I can yeah
0: okay so what if we what if you just, if you called, just called, me? called me like without Skype like without just, call, Skype, me just call me over the phone it's cause we're not doing, video, we're not doing so video so let's see if that works
1: like on my phone phone? Oh
0: you're, your oh you're on your computer yeah eh fuck it we'll just we'll just keep going see how it works
1: yes. what else no. I don't because I don't. I don't have Skype on my um, on my phone. You want
0: me to? Uh, no, no, no. no. Um, um, shit, I don't know. Shit, we should have tested know. this <laughs> first.
1: Yes, we're doing a live test, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is exciting it's podcasting. Exciting podcasting. Um,
1: um, yeah, you know what? We we iterate, we iterate, <laughs> we we do, and we correct as we go. That's
0: right. That's this right. is in the moment. This is live. Um, um, yeah, you know yeah, what? T- try calling um, me and see me. and see what happens.
1: Now
0: when you say call, oh no, wait, because then you like have to your, be on your on your cell phone. Is is that awkward for you to be on your phone?
1: Like you want me to call you like your phone number or your Skype number? My or is
0: that? I don't know my phone number. Try calling my phone, number. My phone
1: number. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see.
2: okay
0: hello hang on a second oh man oh man i think i'm a dummy you think you're what i
2: think i'm a dummy hold on hang on i can tell you
0: that's not true Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. You can. I uh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I think we're okay then.
3: Alright, ho- hold on. I I'm gonna I'm gonna plug in my headphones to my to my phone. Okay. Hopefully that don't fuck anything
0: up. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. <laughs> oh, Hello. Yeah. How's that? I I mean I think it's I think that'll be better. I think that'll be better. Let's let's try it and see what happens. Then we'll figure it out, man. All right. It's definitely um, you're not cutting in and out. Like the sound quality is not as not quite as clear, but you're not cutting in and out, which I think is better.
3: All right, man. I feel like fucking little boozy to see murder recording raps from a fucking prison cell.
0: Who's C-Murder in this scenario? You?
3: Uh, Well, yeah, since I'm a black guy.
0: And because you think you'd be a better rapper?
3: Well, no, no, no. I don't know about that. I've heard your rhymes, and you're actually the musician, so you probably be a better rapper. <laughs> you you can flow, dog. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. All I right. can't do anything stereotypical black.
0: Um. Really? Yeah, think about think
3: about thing. all right. So, here, stereotype wise, basketball uh, that black people are good at
0: basketball. Wait, you should say these things. It's less offensive if it comes from you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was funny if you he
0: helped me. Uh, so basketball,
3: I mean, fucking forget about it. I can't even dribble the fucking thing. Uh, the one thing, the one thing I can do with basketball. But again, anybody can do it. I, I can style a motherfucker. Like, I can do that. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, dance. Dancing. Can't dance. I can't dance. Goddamn. I can't rap. What the fuck? Um, I got an average-sized penis. <laughs> you know, it's. I got, I got none of the, none of the stereotypes are hitting,
0: uh, with this brother right here. You got a nice voice. All right. Well, I guess that's something. Yeah, man. Oh, I got Take, take it, take it, whatever it is. Just take it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Well, I do have bad credit. So there's that one. thing. I know.
2: My
0: credit my credit is not completely fucked, but it's definitely not, uh, good. That's why brothers always want street credit.
3: There you go. Yeah. I don't even have that though. I just got, oh. the, I got no street credit and bad real credit. Oh, man. Huh? Wow. Uh, well, uh, what are you going to do? I don't it's know. All right. Nothing. I like myself just fine.
0: I like you too, man.
3: Thank you, brother. You're welcome.
0: So what were we talking about? Annie Ann's, Cinnabon.
3: Yeah, the mall, and, and whether or not if kids are still going to the mall, and you tell me that they that they are, and I guess I mean yeah, I guess why not? I guess just because my old cranky ass doesn't go to malls and shit. I'm sure everybody else does, still does.
0: Yeah, but still, like a, a movie with or a series about people. I mean, I guess it could be good. I mean, if 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 the writing was good and the and the cast was good, it would be awesome. You know, it doesn't matter yeah, where oh, they yeah. are. I guess, but. Yeah, I don't know. He just seems like lately the stuff he's been putting out is just... um, I don't know. It's not... I'm just not connecting with it. You know, like when I watch... Like I'll still watch Dogma sometimes or Clerks all the time or Chasing Amy or Mallrats. Like those first four films. And even Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Like those first five films of his are... They're classic for me. And I still laugh and still think they're great. But since then, outside of Red State, um, everything else that he's done... It's just kinda like, meh.
3: I, I love Dogma. Like those films that you mentioned, you so know. Good. The movies that you know, the the films that he did early on that kind of got him his notice. Clark small rats uh, uh Amy, Dogma, um JSL and Bob, uh shit. He did the uh uh even uh what was it called? Zack and Miri make a porno? Oh
0: yeah, actually I like I like Zack and Mary.
3: That's a good for me. I think that was probably. Now, I, I was gonna say it's probably his last good film, but I haven't seen Red State yet. Yeah. And I think Red State came after Dak and Mary. It did, yeah.
0: But you know, when you look at that, what is that, seven films? The guy made seven films that you love, like that's crazy,
3: yeah. That's yeah. why I don't begrudge him. It's like, look, you totally. know, the way I look at it, it's like, you know what, he's as far as I'm concerned, look, I like Evan Smith, he's created. You know, a lot of the films, one that we just mentioned that I still fucking enjoy. And if I see any one of the movies we just mentioned uh, on TV or if I see it on Netflix and I even own the fucking DVDs, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just good shit. Absolutely. You know, so it's like, hey, you know, he, he, he made it to a point now where he can basically just do what he wants. Well, not everything he wants, but, yeah, you know.
2: Close. So, you know,
3: hey, that's. I you know, honestly, I give him, I give him props for even trying to do stuff like that's what was it, the walrus movie? Uh, what was that called? Tusk. Tusk, yeah, like yeah. Tusk and the Red State that I haven't seen. But at least you know you can't you can't even. I mean, this whole conversation about him redoing or doing a sequel to James, so like and stuff of Bob Notwithstanding, standing. The guy did try to expand beyond. You know the films that he was that he was known for, and Certainly. I give him I give him a lot of credit for that.
0: Yeah, and you know he was like a huge uh, person that paved the way in like indie films back in the nineties and stuff. And um, yeah, I mean I, I love him, and I love listening to the man talk. Like I can listen to him speak all the time. I've I've seen the evening with a Kevin Smith or an evening with Kevin Smith is a billion times, and I listen to his podcast. And not so much lately because it turned into just like a review show where it was something like really special to me before that but uh, yeah. I mean the man can he, he's incredibly articulate he's smart he's funny um, yeah I, I got nothing but love for Kevin Smith but like I'm not like super excited about a, a new J and Bob movie but I'll totally go see it and be happy about but it we'll see it but we'll see it yeah, we saw, clerks, yeah you're right. we saw Clerks 2 together in the theater uh, we did yeah. uh, didn't we see that at uh, the arc light yeah I think Amir was there too
3: Amir was there too yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was hey, I like Clerks 2 me too. It's hard It's hard to dislike any movie that's got Rosario, Rosario Dawson in it, Good Lord. Yeah. She mm. makes everything better. What a beautiful lady. Oh,
0: she's precious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. That's all I can say. She really is. I love her. Yeah, me too. I'm a big fan. Big, big fan. Oh, man. <sighs> so what else you got going on today? Uh, today... Uh, today it was, I was just
3: working really. I, mm-hmm. I had, like I said, I had this big assignment that I had to get done. And it was pretty much just like grunt work. It just required a lot of, it was easy bullshit. Yeah. It just required a lot of, uh, it was just a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So it needed to be done, you know, by tomorrow. So I just had to kind of power through it. Uh, gotcha. but you know, even, even the, the grunty shit that I do in my job, I still kind of enjoy on some level. Cause like I've got tasks where, you know, like if I'm, you know, writing a design document or providing feedback on somebody else's design document or review and shit like that, I actually have to kind of, I have to use my brain.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, which is great. I love using my brain. But then there are times like today where I've got tasks that are like, so it's almost just like data entry where it's like, okay, you know, this is, it's it's just automatic. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I don't, I don't even really have to be here. Like my, I'm just so used to doing it. It's almost like when you're on a road trip and you're driving like a long time, or you're are driving the same route to work every day and mm-hmm. you're on the freeway and you remember being on the freeway. It's just mm-hmm. like oh, I just made it. Right. It's like that. So I'm doing this, and but so it's like my body is doing that. But then I can also focus because I got two monitors, so I'll, I'll catch up on my Hulu. So I'll watch like uh, <laughs> The Daily Show or, <laughs> or recycled episodes or whatever. Nice. Uh, nice. While I do this. I, uh, speaking of the episodes, I uh, Netflix just put up that OJ Simpson's uh, OJ Simpson OJ oh, Simpson. Dude, right. is it crazy, man? When that thing came on, because you know, like everybody was going fucking bachelor crazy about it. Like, oh my god, you got to watch this. Made in America, no, not Made in America. That's the documentary. But whatever, whatever the fuck, everybody yeah. was just going like busting nuts about how good it was. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about yeah. watching some drama about the OJ Simpson trial. Like that that was me, you know, knowledge people saying this shit. Yeah, a guy killed Even two though,
0: people like a million years ago. I'm over it.
3: Yeah. You know? I'm like, I don't who cares about this? Yeah. Bram, that is what
0: made this shit right there. Is it really?
3: It is. And I highly recommend it. Alright. I highly recommend it. Right.
0: Highly recommend okay, it it is what? it was incredible. I will I'm gonna finish Crazy Head and then I will watch that and then you have to watch Santa Carita diet. Oh, I've seen that too. Oh, what the fuck! It's so good.
2: (laughs) I was (laughs) dying. I I watched.
0: I watched this.
3: This this made me sound like a fucking pathetic. I watched that in one day.
0: (laughs) Dude, I watched it in. It would have been one day, but I started like at ten o'clock at night, and then I went till one a.m. and then the next day I finished it. So I'm right there with you. I uh. I I couldn't sleep because it came out on a Friday. It was mm-hmm. last
3: Friday, mm-hmm. and I and I remember waking up early. I, I had like a nightmare, or whatever, and I woke up, and it was like three thirty a.m. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna stay up and uh, turn on the TV." And I knew that it's, you know the show was coming on, so I was like, "Oh shit, Santa Clarita should be posted," and it was. And I started watching it like at four a.m. <laughs> Friday morning, shit. and uh, and I went through like half of it. And then you know, got dressed, had breakfast, went to work. And when I got to work, I finished the rest of the time I left. It was funny, man. I, I love Drew Barrymore. I, yeah. Drew Barrymore and that guy, it's to be always one, always saying Uh, I like them both. Like I think Drew Barrymore is just so cute. Yeah. So pretty. <laughs> always one. I've always, I've always, I've always thought he's just like one of the coolest. He, you know, he's almost like you. Just, you look at this guy, and it's like,
0: that's just a cool motherfucker right there. Is that what you think when you look at me? You no. Know? <laughs> I don't think that yeah. when you look at me. I don't know. I don't think I have that vibe. No, nah, you do, brother. You do. Hey, I'll take like, it, man. I'll take it.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm not blowing
3: smoke, man. I mean, it's like, uh you know, there's just certain people you meet where it's like, you don't even know them, and you just kind of, you know, just the eye test, and the way they would know, care of themselves. Right. You kind of sit back, and you're like, wow, like this guy is a cool cat right here, or a woman, you know? Mm. Uh, where it's like, yeah, you know, you got some confidence. Like, There's just a certain slag about themselves. Huh. And Timothy Timothy, Auditon's always had that for me. Uh, but it was funny seeing him in this role, because he's usually like the too cool for school dude. Right. But he was acting kind of like a... He was dorky as
0: hell.
3: Yeah, the a nerd, you yeah. know? Yeah, he was <laughs> super dorky. He was super dorky, man. And I really couldn't buy it, but I'm like, alright, I'll play along, I'll play yeah. along. But by the end of it, I was like, all right, he did
0: it, he did it. Yeah, it's always one of those things, like, it's hard for a guy to seem dorky, even if he, I mean, he's acting well, and he's doing all that, but when a guy has, like, a really, really nice body, and he's, like, in shape, it's hard to believe that he's that dorky. Exactly. Yeah, it's like he looks too strong, yeah. he looks too strong. He does, <laughs> so I was like, man, I, I don't
3: buy this shit, man, it's like, what? what is this? But like I said, I stayed with it, and it, it was a fun show, uh... I thought it was uh, it was well written it was it was a little breezy, even though it was kind of you know for the subject matter pretty really gruesome, yeah, it was but it kept super everything. brutal. it was I was surprised, I was like, damn, like i for me I mean they talk about dark comedies all the time, like this was it, it, it it's it's in that vein, but like not full dark comedy. I would say it's like an evening, you know comedy, you know,
2: yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah, I was surprised. almost. I, Go ahead. For me, the tone of it was similar to uh, the Crazy Ed. Yes, yes. More, it's it's like Cra- it, Crazy Head was a little more serious though. Yeah. So when you start watching Crazy Ed,
0: just right now, like, um, where the episodes are like forty five minutes, so an hour and a half ago, I watched the first two episodes, like right before you called.
3: Oh, you just got on it. Oh All yeah, right.
0: yeah. Like right now, because I had seen it when it came out and I put it on my list to watch, and then I just forgot, and then it popped back up, and I was like, oh, yeah. I got probably another hour or two before Brian's ready, so I called. I mean, I started watching it. It was great. I'm really excited to see yeah, the rest.
3: It. it reminded me of, uh, it reminded me of Bucket of the Vampire Slayer a yeah. little
2: bit. Yeah,
0: Absolutely.
3: Which is which is a great compliment, mm-hmm.
2: you know? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it was good. I liked that. And plus, you know, anything, I don't know, I I think with me, like, if whatever you put in front of me, if 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 it's British, I automatically give it a couple more points than it probably should.
0: <laughs> that's some, <laughs> that's some I, weird race reverse racism or something. See, that's
3: actual reverse racism. It's just it's just the um, it's the accents, man, and especially especially dog, especially black people with the British accent. That's yeah. like amazing yeah. to me I love that shit yeah, and, I and probably sound like a complete fool
0: but that yeah. shit pops me oh, I fuck, love it. fuck that I get it too and and that the black guy the brother is fucking gorgeous good lord as soon as <laughs> oh, he the, came oh, on, the, uh, the, the brother like the actual brother <laughs> yeah 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 like as soon as he came on screen I was like wow that's a handsome man and then like he took his shirt off and he's laying in bed and I was like holy shit this guy's very attractive
3: no, I watched that, and I was like, man, I got to go to the gym.
0: Yeah, he's one of those guys that, like, okay, he's he's beautiful. Man, his face is beautiful. He's got a great body. Okay, I can kind of hang with that. But then he's got the accent, too. It's like if he's in a room with any other guy, no other guy stands a chance.
3: I know. I know. It's ridiculous. They, he remind, it was almost like, a, you, you know the actor Tay Diggs? Yeah, it was just like Tay Diggs. It was... It, Tay Diggs, but with a British accent, and like you said,
0: like a lighter skin. Can You ain't
3: got no chance. No, any other guy in the room ain't got no shot.
0: Yeah, it's but like it's like you could be Brad Pitt if Idris Elba walks in the room, you, you ain't getting shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Whatever. And he got and he got a uh, you know the white girl. Uh, I, was like, I was like man you you motherfucker man what's good on you
0: brother As a black man after your own heart
3: yeah it's like yeah, you get it, dog. <laughs> I was very happy for him,
0: yeah man, it's a good show i'm really I'm really impressed. I love it so uh yeah, it's only six episodes, so i'm I'm almost halfway in
3: you know uh I love uh those British shows. their seasons are always short like that it's they so do the much same much thing better. in japan yeah, more so much better, so you know they kind of they just get to the point.
0: They're starting to kind of get that idea here, like with these Netflix series that are ten episodes per season. Yeah, it's so much yeah. better. Like, there's so much less filler than normal.
3: Yeah, ten is a matter of number. You know, yeah. I would say you know anywhere between eight and ten. If you go past ten, you're just you know you're you're, you're asking for trouble.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: and it seems like like a lot of these BBC shows, like they don't even necessarily have. Like, it oh, it has to be six or whatever. It's just like, okay, well, how long is the story? All right, well, then make that. Because some of them are like three or five or seven. Like, they're all over the place with their counts because it's just like, well, the story is this long. Right. And it's good. That's how it should and, be. And
3: it, that's how it should be because it makes the most sense. Yep. It's like, well, here's, here's the story that we're telling. And then the, the, the network should be, well, all right. well, how many episodes do you need to tell it? And they say, "All right, well, go ahead. Exactly. Go make your show.
0: Exactly. You know, it's so weird. Like, no, you got to have 24 or whatever. All right, so we're gonna have a bunch of shit episodes then. Yeah, I think, but I think that
3: model, like, you know, to your to your point, it's uh, especially like the networks. Like, I think they're even starting to back away from that now. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. At least for like maybe the more uh, like, uh, I, I you know, sitcoms are still kind of doing it. Yeah." Uh, but I always, I, I've always felt that the reason they wanted so many episodes, is they wanted to, to get put in syndication, and you have uh, to have a certain amount yeah, of episodes. Was it is it hundred? I think so. I think it's a hundred. Something like that, yeah. So for the sitcoms, because that's a, that's a way for the studios to keep making money after right. the shows off the air, right? Uh, so so I, I get that. Plus, you know, like it's a sitcom, whatever. But if you're telling like a uh, you know an episodic story that definitely has the beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. You know, like, right. I think, you know, that. did you ever watch Lost?
0: Fuck, I love Lost.
3: Oh, right, so you watched it. I never watched Lost, but... Yeah. I remember hearing all the uh, the people that were upset about the finale and how it just didn't tie everything up and, and that at the end of it, it was like all these seasons, and it's like, well, what the fuck really happened? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that was a show that probably would have benefited from... I. I I mean, I mean look, you told me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like they added seasons that probably they didn't need to okay. just to lengthen it so because of how, how popular it was.
0: Maybe. There's, there's probably some of that. As far as I know, the way I heard it is that, like, J.J. Abrams and those guys had a basic idea. Okay, ship crashes on an island, and uh, there's some weird shit that happens. But most of the stuff they just wrote as they went. So apparently, like, at the end of season one... JJ J. Abrams was telling the other writers, like, okay guys, just at the end, like put a hatch in the ground, and then I'll I'll start the next season. So they were just like making it up as they went, almost like um like a soap opera does. And so Oh really? Yeah, so it got really crazy. Which I loved. I was like, fuck yeah, who cares? Like just do and it and that show gets out of control and like in the later seasons it there's like time travel and then like time travel within the time travel and people coming and going from the island it gets really crazy and fun it's just ridiculous um but the ending was actually great it was really really good and 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 really cool and involved but it didn't explain every single thing that happened on the island um but that was their point they're like yeah some things you just don't get to know that's the way it goes and i was like i'm cool with that i
3: as soon as I mentioned the engine and how, you know, most people uh, hated it, I had a feeling you were going to be on the other side. Say,
0: no, it actually was pretty good, you it, know? It was. People are just little bitches. <laughs> they want everything. Spoon, all the Everybody answers. Everybody wants special. to complain. Yeah, like, okay, well, it, it did explain a lot of things. Like So you didn't get to learn, like, you know, what the fucking, why there was a polar bear or something like that. So who cares? Like, you learned a bunch of other stuff. And goddamn it, if you don't like it, it's not the end of the world, it's just a show. <laughs> like, why are you getting on the internet yeah. and complaining? Using that time that to, so like, true. go to the gym or stop being a dick to your wife or something. Figure it out.
3: Yeah, that's very true. You know what happens if I see something that I I was excited for, even if I wasn't excited for it, and I find out that it was just dog shit? What's that? You know what I do?
0: Hmm.
3: I say, wow, well, that fucking sucks. <laughs> And then I go about my day. Yes.
0: <laughs> th- that is what a rational person would do. <laughs> and then I go about my day because if it was that
3: bad, like, I'll take a moment to kind of give it its respect. Yeah. Like, wow, Suicide Squad sucked. Yeah.
2: I,
0: I oh, mean,
3: like... Well. like Talking about next? it,
0: talking about it amongst your friends and like ripping it apart or whatever. I get, but to like attack the people who made it, like fuck you, fuck you, I hate you. Look what you did. It's like whoa, whoa, what is, what is your, what are you, what is your life like? What is, that 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 is so important that you have to like call out somebody who made a thing? They just wanted to make a thing.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, me and I mean, we're we're doing it right now. Like we're talking about, we're you know talking about, but we're making shows, a thing right maybe. now. We're making, yeah, we're being so, creative. So I mean, of course, yeah, now. you're gonna talk about it with your buddies, but I've never once, I've never once taken to social media or to right. or to write a letter complaining about yeah. how, 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 you know, writing to the network or to a, a exactly. creator, telling them how how much I, I hated their content. It exactly. was like, well, I'm, I I just liked it, but I'm not, I'm not I, don't have, I don't care for it <laughs> that much, so I'm gonna exactly. write a letter, but.
0: You and I will talk about it, but we're not. I'm not looking. We're not looking on the internet trying to find like, okay, what's JJ Abrams' email address so I can email him about the ending of Lost? Because fuck him, <laughs> like you know that's exactly that's crazy. That's <laughs> Even if crazy. I wanted to do
3: that shit, yeah. Knowing me, I, I give up within the first like <laughs> five minutes. Like, what the? What this this this, is, this this is actually difficult. Fuck yeah. this shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's I to so I gotta check IGN. It's. A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so weird man people are so weird. but I loved Lost I actually saw the entire show twice That's how much I loved All right, well it. tell me how it ended um, why, so, why were
3: they on the island
0: oh man it's been so long and I'm like four glasses of sake in right now um, <laughs> so, so basically they crash on the island this plane crashed on the island and every person on board was somehow connected to the other and essentially, the island uh, basically housed, you know, from way back when, like, essentially, like, God and the devil fighting for the souls of, I'm guessing, the world. I don't remember. But That's all later in the time travel stuff. But in the show, in the series, they, like, you start seeing how the people are connected. And then there's, like, these people on the island called the Others who... We're part of this thing in the 60s called the Dharma Initiative where they're like experimenting with all this crazy shit. It, it goes all over the place. There's no way you can describe Lost as like, oh, it's like this type of show. Um,
2: yeah, well, it doesn't it, sound like It's
0: all over the place. Like there's a smoke monster and like a pirate ship in the middle of a tropical island. Like it's all over the fucking place. Yeah. But it's that, great. Yeah. But right. it, it's so much fun and it's, it's really awesome to get invested in it and stuff. But at the end, um, they're all dead and they go off. They all die? Yeah. But they don't know that they're dead and they get off the island at, at a certain point and they're all off the island and they're back in LA and they're all essentially at their own funeral kind of thing, but it's really them all coming together and, um, Accepting the fact that they're dead and moving on to the afterlife, so they can stop um, trying to force themselves to stay uh, in the world. Cause, you know, they they're like they aren't they aren't accepting that they're dead. Essentially, is how it kind of ends. And then at the end, they do they do accept it, and they all go to their various whatever they believe happens in their afterlife. For the, if they're religious or whatever, they they go and they make peace with themselves, and then that's it. It's beautiful, man. Well, it's, not- it's really great. So then, the so then being on the island was like a purgatory or something. Kinda like that. That was a part of it, yeah. So, but all the stuff on the island happened. Like it's not like when they crashed, they all died, and then the entire show is them in purgatory. They were on the island. All that shit was happening, and then at a certain point they get off. But and I don't, I, I I'm unclear. I'm fuzzy just in my memory of when they die and, and how that happens. But at the end, I got it's that fucking Yes, it it absolutely is,
2: <laughs> and,
0: and it's been years since I've seen it. And it's like it's a you know, semi complex show. Yeah, yeah. Like I could describe Seinfeld well, in like one sentence, but I can't describe Lost in one sentence. I know. I shouldn't even ask.
3: I mean, it, I know
0: it's a pretty deep show. Mm-hmm.
3: Maybe one day I'll get around to watching it. It's so fun if they ever put it on uh, on Netflix. It was, what it used to, to be, be, be on Netflix. It used to be on
0: Netflix. It was. Yeah, I don't know if it still is, but it used to be. Yeah, well, I'm not in the mood to watch that shit. How many seasons was it? Like five, right? Four? Uh, I think it was more. I want to say five or six. Five or six. I made my ex-wife watch it. And how did she like it? She did. She did. Like I I loved it. I watched it all by myself, and then uh, I'd made her watch it, and she liked it too. All right.
3: Well, one day, one day I'll check
0: it out. (laughs) There's so much to see, man. I know, there's
3: way too much fucking shit out here, man. Yeah. it really is. I Speaking him. of, mm-hmm. shit to see. So we were going to go talk about this uh, the last episode, but that uh, Kota Ibushi, Cedric Alexander match that well, you
0: watched. Okay, okay, wait. So let me, okay. So I don't know which one, because you, you, you have me watch a bunch of matches, okay? So let me yeah. see if I have them on. I think it was just three, but okay. I mean, that's a bunch for me.
3: <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. And For I, me, that's like that's like the start of it something. It's like, oh, okay, yeah.
0: Right. And I did watch one more. Oh, I don't. I deleted it. But I did watch one more. So you had me watch two matches with Shinsuke. Is it Nakamura?
3: Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah.
0: And Samoa Joe. And yep. uh So I, there were two matches of them, and then the one of the guys you just said. And then I I was like fast forwarding through one of the events after one of the matches and I saw like a, a female match so I watched that too and it was with a Japanese girl and a white girl
3: oh Asuka yes Asuka, Asuka it was probably, uh, and Mickey James
0: I, I think so yeah and I wanted to see yeah. Asuka because I watched like her her demo reel or her promo reel and I was like well this chick is kind of badass and crazy um, and you know I, I like when girls fight I always think they're going to make out so that's a plus <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i love lesbians so uh i watched that one too so, so, so let me start with the i'm gonna bounce around a lot here because there's another subject i no okay so let me just start in the order i watched so the first one was the sasuke nakamura and samoa joe and that was the second no the first time when he took it, the belt from him right it had um, the intro with the one guy playing the violin.
3: Okay, that was... Yes, that was SummerSlam.
0: Okay. So I that watched, was SummerSlam. That was the first wrestling match I've seen since, I don't know, 2005 or something like that. Um, I was
3: there. I was at that show. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, I was in New York.
0: Oh, shit. That's cool. So I, when it came out, I was like, wow, this is like a really intense intro like him walking to the stage was like really intense the guy playing the violin he's like really feeling the music and he was doing some weird interpretive dance and uh, (laughs) I was like okay that's cool and then Samoa Joe comes out um and then they start so what I felt right away was like like this match seems really sloppy to me like that's what I felt like I don't know these guys aren't like doing much and then Cause I wasn't familiar with this and I, I Googled it cause I, you had mentioned it before, but I Googled it. Uh, the strong style is what it's called, right? Uh, I mean, stri- I, I, yeah, that's strong. <laughs> strong style is, is, um, it's like it incorporates martial arts and stuff into the West. No, no, okay, no, 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 no.
3: <laughs> strong, pe- people, people have taken this, Term strong style. <laughs> strong style is nothing more than it was a marketing okay. uh, word that New Japan Pro Wrestling came up with back uh, early on when Antonio Inoki, the founder of New Japan, mm-hmm. he's the dude that wrestled or kind of fought Muhammad Ali back in uh, like what was it, the early 80s or whatever. Do like, you ever remember hearing about that? No. Yeah, Muhammad Ali fought Antonio Inoki. Uh, it was like, it was like a pseudo wrestling match, wrestling slash boxing match. Okay. It, was, it was a clusterfuck. I mean, it was like, it got like a lot of views, but the match itself was, was, was shit. Hmm. But anyway, Antonio Inoki, he founded New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. And Inoki was, uh, he loved, I mean, of course he loved wrestling, but he really fell in love with, uh, Miss Martial Arts. Hmm. And he loved legit, uh, combat sports and he wanted to 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 mix the two and with like taking that element and mixing it with you know wrestling elements and you know they kind of he kind of coined this term uh strong style like that was the whole thing behind new japan it's like strong style wrestling and it's kind of bastardized as far as how people interpret it strong style like honestly, like I'm not even gonna sit here and fuck I know what the exact <laughs> term is, but I will say that people, the most people, when they think of strong style, they think of uh, stiff blows, uh, you know, dangerous bumps, mm. uh, almost like like you know, um, the match making the match look as uh, here it is. If, if making the match look as authentic as possible without actually causing injury. Got it, got it. Okay. That's strong style. They don't do strong style in WWE. Okay. They don't.
0: Okay, so that was actually my problem when I was watching this match, is that I'm watching... And what was what first struck me is like, whoa, whoa, that's weird, is that the commentators were saying things like um, rear naked choke, arm bar. They were saying... Mixed martial arts terms or jujitsu terms, and I was like, "Well, that sounds really awkward here," because this is pro wrestling, and like, yeah, uh, right off the bat, I'm gonna say like, I I have always believed, and I still believe it now, professional wrestlers are some of the most elite athletes in the world. They are. Not only are they doing that shit whenever you're seeing it on TV, they do it every night in another city, and it's insane. Those guys are amazing yeah. and the girls some of the best athletes in the world, but they're not fighters. They're not fighting It's a performance art. They're risking their bodies. They are jumping off of giant cages through tables They're hitting each other with chairs. They're kicking the shit out of each other But it, there's no stakes be, as far as like them in a fight The stakes are in them doing these crazy moves on each other, but it, it's uh, you know They're friends before they walk out so well, uh, more well I, or think, less, I mean when, they're co-workers
3: Right, I mean that's in reality, right? But I, I mean, I, and look, I, I hear what you're saying, and I'll, I'll let you continue. But I will just say this: I mean, yeah, you're right, in what? Yeah, I mean that's exactly like Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura. Like I was in the same hotel bar with them, right? Uh, not, not, not the bag or nothing, but I was in the same hotel <laughs> bar with them at last WrestleMania at their hotel, and you know everybody's having a good time, chilling. right? Like it, exactly, they're not actually like at each other's throats right but the thing is is that you know you have to look at
0: it it's a TV show for sure it's it's it's, it's entertainment a it is absolutely a, a soap opera and a drama and a, a comedy and all these things plus an action show it, it's it's a whole lot but what it isn't what it's not is a fight you know it's but, not, but it's, I'm gonna stop you again okay. I'm gonna
3: stop you again because so when I say it's a TV show uh and you talk about you know you, you didn't feel there were stakes I mean you're right that you know
0: there there aren't stakes. Uh, you know, the other per- in actuality, one per- one per- right? One person is not trying to in re- in real life hurt the other person. In real life, right? right. But the thing is, is, that you have to turn
3: that part Certainly. of the brain off. And Certainly, because it's because there are stakes. I mean, the stakes. Because I mean, but it's but the stakes are the stakes the performance. The animosity for sure is part all part of the fiction. Totally. So you have to. And, and, and again and I'm not you know obviously i mean this, you you watch this match without having seen like uh, the build up and the episodes before oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like like on-
0: the um the the relationship between them, i get it, like uh yeah. all that stuff what what took me out of of that match in particular was watching them do big wrestling moves, which I wanted to see, that was what I wanted to see. And then mixed in were random like, here's like a kind of like a, I don't mean any to be disrespectful, but I'm a martial artist. So it's like, okay, here's a really shitty rear naked choke that's not done by like a legit jujitsu guy. So it's, it's kind of crappy, like the way he's putting it in. Or here's like a kind of half-assed uh, Muay Thai roundhouse kick or something like that. but So yeah. that takes me out. But then when they do like big giant haymakers or fucking body slams, I'm like, hell yeah, that's the shit. Like, cause it looks dope. So for me, it it took me out with that they were saying, like, basically what they're trying to say is, okay, here's professional wrestling. It's this amazing theatrical show that you're watching. And then we're going to throw in like little pieces of real martial arts. To me, that it took it out. Like, I like big John Wayne punches in my wrestling. You know, when I watch, (laughs) when I watch the, you know, The Rock fight Stone Cold or, you know, Bret Hart fight Shawn Michaels or uh, Hulk Hogan fight Ultimate Warrior. Like those are the three eras that I grew up in wrestling. Um, they're throwing big punches. They're doing big moves because, you know, it's theatric. They got the people in the back seats have to see that when you're doing martial arts. It, it doesn't look very good when you're doing it real. It, it's, you know, it, so I see these moves and I'm like, oh, that takes me out. So that match ended and I'm like, oh, man. And then I watched the rematch of them, and they did less of that, so it was more big wrestling stuff, which I liked. Yeah. And then, so I watched the female match, and it was the same, like all big wrestling moves. And I was, I was, I was laughing too because she has like a Oscar has a move where she it's like a butt bump. She like runs into them with her ass, and I was like, that's his attack. hip attack. His attack. It's hip too attack. funny. It's a, it's a butt bump. I know. It's a butt bump. Um, it is. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then. Okay, so I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. And then I get to, who are the other two gentlemen at the end? Um, the, wait, are we talking about? The, the black guy and the Japanese guy?
3: All right, Cedric and Kota. Now, yes. wait, before we get there, yeah, yeah. before we get to them, I'm going to go back to what you said about, you know, you wanting to see, you know, more of the big, dramatic
0: mm-hmm. wrestling. Not, not. I, I don't want to see martial arts. I don't want to see real martial arts in I, wrestling. It, it doesn't, this, look, this right. Is, it doesn't you know, look right.
3: Doesn't This is why I wanted you to watch these uh, matches because you know, it's, again, because you you don't follow right. wrestling like you said. Yeah, this is like the first wrestling you've seen in fucking a long time. Mm-hmm. So I love hearing other people's take, you know, on this. And and I, and to be quite honest, like I think what you just said is something that's like wow, like I never even that never entered my mind, right. You know that disconnect between seeing, you know, legit holes being used within a match that also has some of the more uh, uh, ubiquitous wrestling maneuvers mm-hmm. and stuff, and you finding fault with that and having that pull you out. Yeah. And I and I totally I totally understand from your side because you are a martial artist. Right. You know um, I'm not obviously. <laughs> I'm just an, an an average black guy or an average dick. But, <laughs> you know you. You are a martial <laughs> artist, so it's so it's, it's very interesting. And it's like it's like oh wow well, yeah you know I never would have for me I look at that match and I'm I, don't, I can't see the faults of course the holes the you know legit like submission holes that they're applying because I don't know how to apply it myself mm-hmm. but I found it funny that you mentioned it about uh, in this match because and, and 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 it is again I mean it's it's a work right so you know they're they're applying the holes, in a way that hopefully looks legit. But I mean, they're not really censoring the man, obviously, because they don't want to really hurt the guy. Right. But uh, Nakamura, he actually has a background in MMA. Mm -hmm. And he's, he has some professional fights under his belt. Like he did that before he got into, uh, into wrestling. That's one of the reasons why that he got into wrestling. Because again, going back to Inoki Mm
2: -hmm. and his
3: love for MMA, like he's the guy that recruited Nakamura like way back in like, the late '90s, or early 2000s, uh, when Nakamura was young, he saw him, and Nakamura. I think only, I think he only fought like three or four times, and I don't even, I don't even know if he had like a winning record in that time. Right. Uh, so he just really had a cup of coffee in MMA, but uh, but but he does know, you know, he knows holes and everything. But I'm sure that he's not applying them the way that they probably
0: should. Okay. So real quick, uh, real quick, and 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 again, I I have no idea. I've never seen the man train or fight, but I will say. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say two things about this Okay, so one is that uh, Simply by having a professional fight Doesn't mean you know what you're doing Because <laughs> there's a lot of guys of who course. do that And then and then of two course. is that um, Yes, d- exa- to your credit What you're saying is that like Yeah, I mean if, if you're you, you can't do it for real in, in this environment Because you would actually choke them out Or hurt them or whatever And that's not the the point so, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. But that was the exact thing that pulled me out it was like yeah. watching them do yeah. moves that like are used for real in real martial arts or even in, in, in combat sports. Like if I want to see somebody do a low kick and shoot and take somebody to down ground and pound and then get take their back and do a rear naked or an arm bar or something like that, I'll just watch UFC or Pride um, or something like that. So for me it was like I want to see wrestling, I want theatrics, I want big fucking moves, I want crazy stuff happening. That's what I love about wrestling. So for me and even like when Samoa Joe he like they were saying like oh he threw like a his boxing is coming. I was like why are you guys talking about boxing?
2: Like the, the commentators <laughs> were
0: like look at his boxing, it looks so good. And I was like one, no it doesn't. And then two, you know, no like this is wrestling. Don't don't make this real. This is fantasy and I love it because it's fantasy. Um, so when they it, they try to add like a, a reality to it, it it, uh, it that took me out. That took me out.
3: All right. I I I
0: get I get that, but I mean that's they're tr- they're trying to make you feel
3: they're they're trying to present it as reality because again, right, it's all part of the fiction. But I, I look, I but you you know MMA I,
0: exists. I, you can watch UFC and see people really do. that. Oh know. yeah,
3: oh yeah. I mean, and, and I've seen and I've seen a lot of MMA. Yeah, but, you know. And again, like I, 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 I am not, you know, uh, I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing at all. I mean, but that's why that's why I love that you watch these matches because like you're actually I've never heard that viewpoint before.
2: Mm.
3: Uh, like I've heard people criticize matches for everything under the sun, uh, but this is like the first. And it, but right. this is why that so I'm glad that you you know I wanted you to watch. So you can have you know give your take on it because mm. it was like oh yeah I didn't even think about that, you know because I hey if I was as Uh, Well versed in, you know, legit like martial arts and stuff like that. And I saw that I'd probably, I'd probably said the same thing. Although, if I love wrestling, I'd I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, that's actually wrong, but I get why they're doing it that way because they've got to give away for the guy to get out and to reverse. So,
0: so like, when I would watch wrestling before, um, because I was, I've been doing martial arts for 17 years now. So there was a, a, you know, in those first handful of years, I was still watching wrestling. So I could look at, this and that, I'm like, okay, well that's not really how you would do it. But like they're throwing big punches, they're stomping their feet to make a noise. Like it's very clear that this is theatrical, and they're doing like right. you know, the uh, you know the figure four leg lock and stuff. It's like anything that they're doing, or what's the one where you turn somebody over and you got both their legs? It's like the the Boston crab. Thank you. I was gonna say the crab. The Boston crab, yes, the Boston crab. So when you're doing all this stuff, it's like, okay, like I, I know they could get out but they don't and that's that's what i like about it or like when somebody throws somebody against the ropes and they just wait for the other guy to walk across the ring and then run back and run into him it's like okay i, I know they're yeah. helping, you know that's so for me when it's all like that they're it's all buying into the there are rules that's that's what i mean there are rules that are established in professional wrestling here's this fantasy world and here's how we operate so for me it was like with this match here's this fantasy world but then we, now we're doing Real things or other things. I don't want to say real. Now we're doing other things that are outside of that fantasy, but we still want you to buy into the fantasy. So for me, that was the problem. It was like, okay, if I'm watching The Undertaker arrive in the ring in a puff of smoke, clearly this is not real.
2: Right, right. So then, if, you,
0: if you're establishing that reality, and then you want to say like, "Look how good his boxing is," I'm like, "No, no, no, no. stop!" Because <laughs> they're not boxing; <laughs> they are not boxing. So that that was my issue with it. It was like, okay, be one or be the other. If I, but and, and by that same token, when I watch UFC and I see these guys um, trying to sell tickets by like, you know, talking so much shit about each other, that turns me off too. Because I'm like, no, that belongs in pro wrestling. Oh, uh, well,
3: come on. But that's always been in like in boxing and, and all that. You gotta, totally, totally. It turns you gotta, me off in all of
0: it. I don't mind if they're like, yeah, fuck that guy. I'm going to whoop his ass or like whatever. But now yeah. it's to a point where that's how they sell tickets. It's massive. You got guys like Conor McGregor, who, who is an amazing fighter. I'm not saying anything against him. He's incredible. And he can back it up. But like, you know. That's how they sell tickets. He got promos. Right. And uh, Floyd Mayweather because Jr. He got promos on people. Right. Floyd Mayweather Jr. too is like uh, the greatest defensive boxer of all time. Like, hands down, there's nobody that's a better defensive boxer than him. And he's an asshole. I, if that's the persona he's playing, whatever. But it's like that stuff turns me on. Like, I'm a martial artist. I want to see. I, I'm okay with watching two people compete and test their skill against one another. I don't need any drama. But if yeah. I'm watching professional wrestling that's what I want. I want the drama and I don't want them to pretend that they're boxing <laughs> or they're, they're doing jujitsu. <laughs> like, you know, for, for me, I need those things separate because one is real and one is, is a, is a show, but I'm not saying that the professional wrestlers aren't amazing athletes and taking risks and they, they get hurt. And those guys are fucking crazy. They're animals. Like truly, they're amazing. But that, it, it did, it did uh, take me out all right, hey, brother, very well said, very well said,
3: and uh, and like I said, uh, that's an original point of view that I, you know, would expect from you, and you <laughs> gave it, and I read a lot about wrestling every day, because mm. in addition to all those websites, my websites that I go to regularly, I also go to a whole bunch of the Wrestling websites and people have their opinions and they all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that I'm hearing this. Oh wow! And yeah, well, because the thing is, like you know, wrestling fans we live in a bubble. You know, it's like right. And most and most wrestling fans and wrestling journalists or pundits, you know, um, I mean they don't they don't know what the fuck a legit hold is or what right. you know any of these MMA or martial arts moves are. Like they see them in a wrestling ring and they think that oh the. People that they know exactly what it is, but they don't. As far yeah. as they're concerned, just like me, just like me, it's just another move and another wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you talk to someone like yourself who actually has knowledge and experience with these holes and can recognize them and can, and it's like, well, what the fuck are you doing, man? It's like, <laughs> where's this- the body plan? Why are you going for a. Uh, and, you know, a cross on bar, like a, a rib, right. like a choke. You're not even doing it right. You're not yeah, even doing it right. And
0: there was something else. I meant to write it down. I thought I was like, I'm so stupid. I'm a dumb guy. I was like, oh, I'll totally remember it. I, <laughs> I don't remember. But there was some move that was a, a traditional martial arts move. I think it might have been a jiu, a jiu- move or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. But they called it another name. And I was like, that's fascinating to me how like, I don't fuck. I don't remember what it was, but it was like a very. Oh, uh, I wish you knew. Yeah, maybe I'll watch it again and I'll let you know. But it was so fascinating to me that they would change the name of it to make it um, palatable for wrestling fans. I thought that was so interesting.
3: Wait, did they? Did it have like a like an obvious name change move, like uh, like the fucking rock bottom, or was it
0: no, just no, just no, thing? Yeah, it wasn't a signature move. It was just like a casual name for a move that was common. And I thought that was oh, okay. so interesting. I was like, wow, that's so weird that they would change that name. Um, but then use a term like, because it's so common, like rear naked choke and things like that. It was, it was very interesting to me. I was like, oh, that's, that's fascinating. that they, they understand that they have to change certain things to um, cater to the wrestling fans so it's not too martial arts, It's not too clinical.
3: No, no. It's interesting. I, I, don't think, I don't think that's what no? that was in that instance. I think again, going back to what I was saying about myself and like people that are that just follow wrestling.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Even it, it extends to the announcers too. Right. These motherfuckers that are, they don't know. Right. <laughs> you know, a lot of times, like that's what you think you know, when you hear them ca- talking about their boxing skills or whatever. It's, I mean, one, announcers in WWE are constantly being produced. Like they're produced as they're, uh, as they're live. Like as they're talking, they've Ooh. got. An earpiece, and someone in the back is telling them what to call, what to what is that to right? Say. Oh yeah. So they're not. Oh, yeah. They're
0: not improvising. No, I Whoa. mean they are.
3: They're, they're improv. I mean, they're improvising, but at the same time they're being directed. They're constantly being spoken to. Wow, it's amazing. It's amazing. Like I, not to go on too much of a tangent, yeah. but yeah, I know it. It blew my mind too. But wow. uh, I was back. I was backstage at a. Uh, a, a, a raw, maybe like four or five years ago, I was there uh, doing some shit for THQ, and I was you know the show was in progress. I had finished up you know my duties that day, and I was just kind of waiting for the show to end. And I'm in the back, and I'm hanging out with the referees, and uh, my my coworker Steve, and we're watching the show, but they ain't got walkies everywhere, right? So like they go to commercial, and you know the, the monitors, you know they cut out and everything, but the but the the walkies are still live, and like. In walkies, like, you can hear Vince talking to whoever the fuck he's talking to. Mm-hmm. But then I, I heard Vince talking to Michael Cole and Jerry the King Lawler and giving them instruction, like, during the break. Whoa. Uh, during a commercial. And they're like, hey, look, you know, when we come back, you know, I want you to push this, push that, da 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 Wait, and, and, and Vince
0: McMahon is doing it? Oh yeah! What the hell? This guy's a oh, CEO yeah. of like one of the largest organizations in the, in the country, and he's still... Wow, that's crazy to me too. Vince, Vince McMahon, I, man, like I,
3: this time, and, and I've been backstage at other events. He over nothing. Nothing goes on an episode of Raw or SmackDown that he has not uh, given his okay. That's stunning. Anything. Anything. It could be the most inconsequential thing, like the, the bullshit that I was there for, helping out, you know, trading some little uh, pre-tapes to sell the game or whatever. You know, uh. showing the wrestlers like playing the game, and it's like, oh yeah, the new SmackDown versus Raw. I'm gonna kick your ass. You know, like he's he's right there. Like wow. no, don't like that. Do another one. Do another one. No, no man. He, so, he 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 directs and he approves and he sees everything. And oh. yes, when the shows are live. He is in. The, he is talking to the the announcers.
0: That's intense. constantly. Wow.
3: Yeah, Mick Foley uh, for a time was a SmackDown uh, commentator, and he couldn't take it. He quit. He quit like I think like four or five months into it. He was like, I can't. I can't. I can't stand <laughs> being, being berated by Vince. Yeah, fuck that.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: So so yeah. Again, going back to you know them calling stuff like because again, it's either. They could be being produced to say something one way or it very well could just be that they don't even know the true names of, you know,
0: some of these movies. which is not uncommon. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, so that, those were my reactions to the, those first couple matches I saw. And then uh, the one that you had, had told me was your favorite match of the year I saved for last. Yeah. And uh, that was what I was looking for. When I was, yeah,
2: buddy! Oh, when I was man, I'm
0: like, so glad you said that. I was like, wow, these guys... Like, some of their, some of their timing seemed a little off, um, but, I mean, that's always the case. You know, any wrestling match, it's just fucking hard as hell. And, and you know what's crazy? Like, I, I, you know this, but I just want anybody listening to know, like, when you're watching these guys doing professional wrestling, what you're seeing is a couple things planned beforehand, like backstage being like, hey, let's do this, this, and this, and then they're just improvising, Yep. Like, it's fucking crazy. You, I mean, it, it is the most complicated type of dance. And then mixed in is you getting body slammed by a 300-pound man. Like, it, it's it, it's staggering how they can do it. But, you know, they have certain things. Like, okay, when I do this, you know that you're going to do this. So, they setups and cues, it's impressive. But with, when these two gentlemen were uh, um, wrestling they're doing very technical stuff and they're throw and that was what I wanted to see. Like in that like if as technical as they were, I was like okay, if if they threw in like a few big punches and like, you know, this and that, I was like this would be I mean, this is exactly what I want to see. So, I was very impressed by them. Like everything they were doing, I was like, "Whoa, just as an athlete, it's insane." And these guys are huge. They're not actually. Really? That or not,
3: that was, uh, so the match you're talking about, uh, for those of you listening is, uh, it was from the Cruiserweight Classic tournament that took place last year. Uh, and it was the, I think it was episode two, I believe. And it was the main event. It was Cedric Alexander versus Kota Ibushi. And this was the first round of this tournament. Okay. The first round. So, and that's why I wanted you to watch it because, I mean, look, I, I really, honestly, I wanted to just say to have you watch the entire fucking tournament mm-hmm. because it is for me last year nothing beat the CWC the right. Cruiserweight Classic. It like I'm not saying that every match was as good as you know Cedric and uh, and Um mm-hmm. uh, but it was all like in that vein. It was all in that vein, and and it was a tournament, and it, and it it was. For me and I and I went on Twitter after it was done, and I was like, this is how in two thousand sixteen at the time, you know, two thousand sixteen, like this is how I prefer my wrestling. Right. You know, I don't need the, you know, backstage soap opera drama yeah. and bullshit stories about, oh, you know, you fucking I don't like you because, you know, I thought you hit on my wife or mm-hmm. whatever the bullshit That you know, that reason they come up with the fight. Mm -hmm. The CWC they presented it was a tournament. It was treated as as a legit. It was almost like it was very UFC. Mm -hmm. uh, The way that the show was produced and and put on, uh, because it was they treated the the Russians like like athletes. You know, the guys they would start the match. They they do the handshake, and it was like, look, you know, I don't hate you, but I just want to win. Right, I want to I want to beat you. So I can keep, you know, competing in this tournament and hopefully, you know, get a job with WWE or like really better my standing. Because all the guys that were in this tournament, uh, there was only one, two. There were two in the first round who were even signed to the company. Like wow. these are all independent guys that WWE That's hired crazy. to be to take part in this tournament. Wow! And it was wonderful. It was fantastic. And you know, Cedric, based off of that performance, he he got signed uh, right after. Wow! Right after. He's actually. And he's actually on uh, a WWE's new show. It's called 205 Live. Uh, it's a Cruiserweight show. Cruiserweight only. Hmm. Uh, and he's one of the key guys on the show. But, uh, so yeah, so going back, yeah, you said they were huge. Uh, no, I think Cedric weighs like, he's like my, he's like my, my height, my weight. He's like 195, 200 pounds. Really? Uh, yeah.
0: Wow, they look Koso so much bigger. Is the I, same. I, I mean, 200 pounds, you know, is, is a big guy, but like that looks so much bigger.
3: Yeah, but, but, but you know why? It's because they're competing against uh, the same weight class. Right, right. So but, it's like they all look, you know, even, which mm-hmm. I'm glad they did it that way because I, I love cruiserweight uh, wrestling. I For the for the very same reason, you enjoy these matches, right? You know, these small guys, like, they can go.
0: Yeah, it's impressive, you know, man. Uh, it's impre- and it's also weird that, like, <laughs> a 200-pound man, 5'10", 200-pound man is considered small in professional wrestling which I know, is true I know. like it, it is like i've met professional wrestlers like i uh hung out with Dave batista a little bit and i trained uh for a few days with um what's his name uh john hennigan oh yeah john morrison yeah john morrison yeah he came up to my house at the johnny, time johnny mundo yeah yeah he, he's a nice guy man he's i've him nice a couple guy. times and you know he, he actually um he can throw some kicks and stuff too like i had him on the bag and on uh, um, Putting through some pad work and stuff, he he can throw around like some some good shit too. Yeah, yeah. But so those guys are big. Those guys are real big. Um, yeah, especially John Morrison. Like he's, I mean, fuck, that guy's real
3: big. He's like six foot, and he's like he's 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 thick, man. You know like, what's he wrestles, crazy? Like, yeah,
0: you know, I was just gonna say. So the the reason I I know him was that um, a friend of mine, uh, Maurice Crump, is a martial artist and an actor, and He's in like uh, the Protector Two with Tony Jaw and some other some other movies and stuff. And
3: yeah, you mentioned you mentioned him to me before. Yeah, right?
0: he's an amazing martial yeah. artist. Um, probably the best martial artist I've ever known. He's really really talented guy and a good teacher and stuff too. Like that goes into what I think of a martial artist. Um, but anyway, he was in LA and he was working on some stuff and he was helping uh, John out with a movie that he was doing. So uh, I was with Maurice and we went over. To a gym and we were training with we were training john and a couple of his stunt guys and like choreographing some fight stuff for them and uh <laughs> there was a part like so we're moving around and i'm like oh i was impressed like oh these guys are you know they're picking up quick and because they're not martial artists they don't they're not fighters they don't know this stuff and but they're picking it up quick yeah and they're getting along and at one point um john says to me because we had this fight scene we were kind of like doing it on the fly and uh we're like okay and then i'm gonna run at you and then like you like can you like pick me up and like throw me or something like that and he was like yeah how about i like you know pick you up and and like do some kind of he said some kind of slam wrestling term and i was like i don't know what that is but yeah that's fine and uh, he was like can you do a, a front flip i was like no <laughs> fuck, what the fuck are you talking about no and he was like oh it's not very hard i was like dude i'm not gonna be able to do that and then, uh, so he so we walked through it really slow. And basically, all that actually had to happen, I just had to run at him full force. And he, had, he was just going to scoop me up and, like, flip in the air and slam me on a mat. And I was like, oh, I don't have to do anything? I, I just, you're going to do all the work? That's fine. So he did. And I have video of, like, me running at this dude. And he's, oh, what did you say he was? Six... 6'2". I think he's. I think six, he's like six two, or something like yeah, that. He's yeah, he's big. I don't know. He's big. Six two, over two hundred pounds, two hundred twenty five pounds probably. Fucking just scooped me up and in the air jumped and spun around and slammed me on my back. And I was like, this guy is a fucking animal. Like, what the hell? How is this even possible? I watched him do like a, um, like a front flip onto a mat and then like run up a wall and do a backflip. I was like, w- what? Somebody put yeah, this guy. In, yeah, somebody should put this guy in a cage or something like. In, in, I mean, I, I don't mean to fight. Like somebody should lock this guy up. We can't have giant motherfuckers that can do backflips and shit running around town. That's it's crazy. But I, I was so unbelievably impressed by how agile and uh, and quick and smooth he was. Not just for a big yeah. guy, like even a smaller guy, it, it would be impressive. But especially as a big guy, I was floored. Like well, that's really weird. Yeah, I remember watching him in WWE because he was there for a lot of years and and just seeing the
3: stuff that he could do. I mean, because... And like, and like you said, I mean, like, I, it's not that I... He, like, I've seen guys do this stuff before. Right. But just not with that frame. Like, you, you just look at him and it's, you're like, what the fuck? How are you able to... Yeah. Like, he would do, like, running... Uh, I don't know if you know what a shooting star is. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, running shooting stars. Like, <sighs> flat-footed. Like, he just run, like, and just, you know, do a fucking... <laughs> That, you know, that front flipper, you know, he just do it perfectly every time, you know? Um, and he was strong. He's strong, too.
0: Yeah, he was and doing, it's like, like it's, tricking and stuff, like like parkour tricking. And I was like, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Excuse me. You know who else is weird yeah. like that, too? Like, through Maurice, actually, um, I spent, like, three or four days training with uh, Anderson Silva. And um, um, Anderson is, one, I mean, just, you know... One of the greatest martial artists of all time, one of the greatest professional fighters ever, um, and so also one of like just the nicest, most humble guys. But that dude is big too. He's six, whatever, six one. He walks around at I don't know two thirty or something like that. He's a big, big man. But I watched him in his gorgeous gym in Torrance run up the wall and do a backflip. Wow, And I'm like, fuck him, man. Fuck all of you guys. Like, what the shit? This is crazy. Man, yeah. you can do that shit. I, I don't know, man. I've never been one. I mean, I, I could learn it for sure. But I'm small. I'm 5'8". You know? I mean, right now I'm 160 pounds. So it's like, yeah, it would make sense that I could do that. Um, but I can't. But it would if I learned it, it would make sense that, like, oh, yeah, his body can do that. But... uh for a guy who's you know over six feet, over two hundred twenty pounds, to do that so effortlessly is really scary.
3: Yeah, 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 that, really, that is really
0: scary. And we'd be like training jujitsu and shit, and he would, <laughs> he'd be like, "Here, try this move like this." And uh, he's so big, man. He's just like hovering over me, and and basically it was like him just allowing me to do that. I mean, he's the greatest fighter in the world. Like I'm not gonna fuck with him on that level. But um,
3: I didn't realize he was that he was that. Uh he was that big. I mean, I knew he was tall. I didn't yeah. know he was that heavy.
0: I mean, he you know he's he's lanky. Like he's got really long arms and really long legs. But yeah. the dude's you know he's over. He's whatever. He is six two or something like that. And I think he fights at. I don't know what he fights at. What's a heavyweight? Is he heavyweight? Middleweight? Fuck! I'm so bad at that shit. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea. Um, but maybe I think all, he, all I know, he was like one of the top guys though. Yeah, I think he walks around at like. 200 pounds 210 maybe um so he cuts you know 20 20 pounds to fight so he fights at whatever it is 180 190
3: that's, whatever it is that's not too far from my weight yeah i'm about i hover from like 195 to 200 right yeah
0: so it, it you know it's crazy but for me like it's like when i watch wrestling professional wrestling what i want to see is a good amount of technical wrestling like collegiate wrestling and then I want to see yeah. big punches, like big haymakers and and big giant movements. I want to see people jumping off the ropes. I want to see people slamming. And then I want to see a little bit of drama. And that that match with uh, Cedric and... I'm sorry, what was the Japanese guy's name?
3: Uh, Kota. Kota Ibushi.
0: Kota. So with Cedric and Kota, I was like, I I got that. That was what I got. It was like all the things that I expected and, and uh, enjoy from professional wrestling. That was what was there.
3: Yeah, I when that match was announced. I saw that match when I was in Japan last summer mm-hmm. and uh like I like I knew I well like, that oh this was going to be good. But again, because it was, you know, the first round. And you know tournaments, I mean especially tournaments in wrestling, yeah. Uh often that first round, you know, like matches tend to get better the deeper you get in there because right. The first round is pretty much filled with guys that you know they're going to uh, move forward, and these scrubs they bring in. Who was like, I've never heard of you, but this guy is like known over the world. I think I have an idea who's going to win. Uh, so there was a lot of that in the first round, but they were, I mean, the match was still fun and entertaining. Oh yeah. But this was the first one where it was like, oh man, like these are two big guys. Yeah. Uh, in the indie wrestling scene, and it was great because outside of it being just a phenomenal match. Uh, at the time that I saw it, I honestly I had no idea who was going to win, and and I love that about it
2: mm-hmm.
3: because it could, it, it could have easily have been Cedric, uh, you know. Cota ended up winning, but it was it was magic, man. That match it was it, like I saw that and I like this. This is why I'm a fan of this, right? Of this, you know, of this entertainment. And I, it, and it reminded this, me of like
0: it reminded me of like because I was I was. Really, a fan of professional wrestling during the um uh bret Hart Shawn Michaels era, and yeah. uh, when they fought for their the title, and I know Bret Hart was supposed to win, and then like Vince and Shawn fucked him over or whatever but uh that match where everybody's expecting it to be like, oh cause Shawn Michaels is very flashy, and it was going to be but they and it was like an hour long match the, what are they call the Iron man oh the Iron Man
3: match the, oh, uh, Iron that man was match. WrestleMania's I
0: forget the number, but yeah. Yeah, but so it's 60 minutes and uh, however many pins you get in 60 minutes or submissions you get in 60 minutes. And uh, Shawn Michaels wrestled the whole time and it was a very technical match. And everybody was like, what? This is fucking crazy. But it was very reminiscent of that, where it was like a lot of technical wrestling, um, not a lot of showing, like not a lot of showy, flashy stuff. And uh, just these guys working their asses off, like working really hard. And to me, it's like when I watch professional wrestling, professional wrestling because I know it's not a fight it's not a real fight so what I want to see what what impresses me is the athleticism and the hard work of these men like that's what I'm appreciating like the because what I'm seeing is fucking hours and hours and hours in the gym and working on their craft and then at this moment it's like watching a band like for me like I'm a musician so when I watch a band I'm thinking about like wow they're really good at this and that like they, they worked on this and this song is crafted well so when I'm watching these guys do this, I'm like, look at them dance so well! Like they're they're working off of each other, they're going at it, and, and uh, they're putting it all out there. And that's that's what impresses me. That like even when I watch UFC or boxing, what impresses me is when I see people at the top of their game, like high level athletes, high level uh, combat athletes, just working hard. The winning losing part doesn't matter to me. The drama part doesn't matter to me. So when I was watching that. Wrestling match with Cedric and Koto. That's what I'm seeing. Is like, wow, these guys are fucking working so hard, and it's exciting to me. Yeah,
3: yeah, it was. And I mean, look, I I use those same criteria for me, like uh, uh, to determine, like uh, you know, what I consider a good match. Mm-hmm. But what I, but I, for me, like outside of the work rate and just you know the athleticism. I've gotten to a point now, cause like, and it's funny, because, you know, over the past couple of years, both in WWE and then, like, in the independent scene, there's been such a, it's just a plethora of remarkable, remarkable talent out there. And I feel like, you know, since I started watching wrestling way back in, like, the you know the 90s, mm-hmm.
2: I've
3: gone through these periods where it's like, okay, well, you know, the showman aspects, the storylines are really carrying most of this shit because, like, mm-hmm. once they get into the ring, it's like the matches are like, eh, it's okay. Right. And it started to be, like, you know, kind of fewer far between when you could see, like, a really good match. Um, but of course, you know, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, you know, you got those guys, and they were always great, you know. Uh, you could always count on them to deliver a good match. Right. But as the years have gone gone by, it's like that's – it's split, it's like you don't have to go out of your way to see some incredible fucking shit,
2: <laughs> you know. Yeah.
3: Whether it's WWE or you know Pro Wrestling Gorilla, which is the top uh, indie uh, in LA, it's it's fucking everywhere. Hmm. So for me, I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, hey, you know, as good as as good as the matches work, it's like I see that so much now. Now I'm looking at I'm looking at it from a different standpoint, where it's like, look, you know. Look, I know that this is all uh, predetermined. Right. I get that. Like, I don't care that it is. Like, that's what that's what that's the beauty of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. But for me, the win is when I can see a match, and it uh, and I can you know it engrosses me so much that I it like the knowledge that I have about this being a predetermined like cooperative thing goes out the window, and I just get so caught up into what's happening, right. like any good TV show or or a movie or a book where you're like. I just, I, I, I care about the outcome, like, what's going to happen here? Yeah. To me, like, if a match can hit that point and, and get me thinking about that, where I'm not even thinking about the, uh, you know, the match in terms of its, you know, realistic uh, performance, and I'm just more concerned about, like, you know, hold to hold for hold, like, big move, pins, mm-hmm. kickouts, and I'm, and I'm reacting in a way that, it's like, this shit is real. That's, that, to me, is when a match is, like, won. Right. And and it's and it got me. And Cedric and Cota, that did that for me. You right. know, it's like, of course. You know, I know, like, that, you know, these guys, you know, they knew who was winning when they walked out. Like, this is no big thing. Like, that's what wrestling is. Yeah. But it allowed me to suspend my disbelief. And it was, it was because of these two gentlemen and them just yeah. tearing each other up and the one thing that I and it's kind of a, a small thing that I I started to take you know to notice a lot is that you know they went for covers when you're supposed to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like and and it sounds like it's like a trite thing or like a like a duh. Of course they did, but I see you and I'm sure you have too. You see so many wrestling matches where it's like they do a big move, and it's like instead of like trying to cover him and trying to to, to win to beat him. You'll see them like jaw to the crowd, right. doing a little taunt. Right. Where it's like, okay, I was into this. Now, so now you're reminding me that this is just for show. But I love a match where it's like, you know, because there were there were moments like towards the end of this match where I think with Cedric he dropped Cota with the Brainbuster. It's like a suplex, dropped him onto his head, yeah, and then he quickly covered him, and then he kicked out, and Cedric was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and. Colton's upper body was still standing up, and he kicked him in the head. <laughs> it was yeah. like his roundhouse, <laughs> and then he covered him again. And, and like he cinched that that pin in tight. And he was like, "What the fuck? What I got to do?" It was like he kicked out. Oh, not again! Boom, kick. Yeah, cover. Yeah, It's just that it was like the urgency that each one of these guys went into their falls. Or it was it was it was like man, like these guys really want to win, mm-hmm. and that's how wrestling should not be. Absolutely. I mean, yes, but, you
0: know,
2: yeah. But, but
3: what
0: it's you, like what you're watching. It, these are performance athletes. These are I mean, these are men and women who, yes, they have to train, they have to learn this and that, they have to do acrobatics, they have to do floor stuff, they have to do striking, they have to do acting, they have to, you know, there's so many facets, and they have to do it all at once. So it's like, in the match, they have to be acting. In the match, they have to be doing these crazy, death-defying things. In the match, they have to be doing... You know, high flying stuff in the match. They have to be taking a ton of punishment on their bodies, slamming on a hard mat. It looks soft because they're big. It's not soft. The slamming not. on a hard mat. They have to be slapping each other in the face, slapping each other in the chest, throwing things at each other. Like it's, it's a lot of pressure, and to do it in front of crowds, you know, thousands of people. It's a lot of pressure to do what they do. Um, yeah. So it's like for me when I say like okay, they're not fighting, it, there's no disrespect there it's just a fact they're not fighting
3: oh i know oh yeah I, yeah i know but
0: it's like they're they're working their asses off and they're like a level of entertainer that to me like it doesn't exist when i think of like old school classic entertainers like there's very few people that fit into that category like i a couple of years ago i saw um jerry seinfeld uh, perform live and to me when i'm watching him it's like okay this is a classic comedian I like to study a lot of stand-up comedy, too, and it's like part of that is, okay, he does the same bits he's been doing for 10 years. That's an old-school type of comedian, but just the way he carried himself, the way he dealt with anybody speaking up in the crowd was very classic, like, um, you know, and I think, you know, like a vaudevillian-type people who were just such consummate professionals, and when I watch professional wrestling that's what i think of too is like these are these are performers that have like a lot of different hats to wear and they have to wear them all at the same time and make it exciting and fun for people there um so it, it to me that that's what's most impressive Is like wow look how talented these people are this is not I real i know it's not real but just look how fucking talented they are it's crazy
3: yeah 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 you said yeah i, I can't say that any better than you just did uh yeah I have so you know, much respect. It, it, it doesn't or... exist
0: in a lot of martial arts. <laughs> like the, I'm not talking about like UFC and stuff. All those people are working hard, but like just in martial arts in general, there's so many like fake bullshit people. It, it, it's so. To me, part of the thing when I was watching them do like the martial arts stuff, I was like, it's almost a disservice to them <laughs> to be like <laughs> <laughs> lumped in with a bunch of half assed, like bullshit martial arts people.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh well bro, I'm glad I'm glad that you watched that stuff. Uh, and I know you probably I know you're busy, uh, but I will say if you ever find yourself, you know, looking for something to watch you know, I, I I would implore you to to watch all of the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, from last year. I think it was um, there's eight episodes. Uh, they're an hour each, uh, and you only got to watch them all. I mean, if you watch them, honestly, you can skip it all and just watch the last one, uh, and it, it'll it'll bring you up to speed on like who advanced and you'll know. But uh, but yeah, the first episode or the well, at least the episode that was with Cedric and Kota, and then the final, because Kota makes it to the final. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> so you'll see him again. But uh, you'll see some other guys that you haven't seen. But it's like both, all the matches in the final, there's two matches, and they're just fucking spectacular. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, semifinal the and then the final. And it's fucking off. Awesome. It's just incredible, dog. Uh-huh. Like pro wrestling at its best.
2: Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: man, it's exciting. So if
3: you have time,
0: yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, um,
2: yeah. Huh?
3: We're
0: now watching OJ or uh, <laughs> Crazy Head or, you know. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm really, else. I'm really excited to to finish Crazy Head. I'm really, really excited.
3: Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. I, I was sad when it was done because I was like, oh man. I was just getting to really know these people, and now they're gone. Did Did you ever watch Luther? You know what? I... <laughs> no, I haven't.
0: Okay.
3: I've had that... I've had Luther uh, in my shoe for damn near three years. <laughs> I just haven't. <laughs> you, you I, I have
0: it. L- yeah. Luther is dope. I mean, Idris Elba is the man. He's awesome all the time, but that show is fantastic.
2: Uh,
3: you know... All right, man. I, I like Idris Elba, but he was on The Daily Show uh-huh. last year, uh-huh. and I don't know, man. Like He brought me the wrong way. How like, so? He really did. He was just a fucking cocky, arrogant son of a bitch. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and look, I, look, he's a great actor. He is.
0: I'm not going to. He's a great actor. Go ahead, speak your mind. He's fighting, uh, he's doing like professional uh, kickboxing and Muay Thai fights now.
3: Yeah, I heard that. I read read a story about that.
0: That's all right. I'll I'll, I'll back you up if he's got beef.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. you're my bodyguard. You're my bodyguard. Yeah, man, I got you. Yeah. But no, I like him, but yeah, that kind of, I don't know, after seeing that interview, like he just seemed, I don't know, he he came across as a scumbag.
0: Wow. I didn't see it. That's yeah. crazy. Huh. You
3: know, uh, humbleness is very important to me. I like, I don't like I, I don't like braggarts. I agree. Uh, being around that. he came across that way. Well,
0: hmm.
3: Interesting. I'm a fan of his acting,
0: so Well, the show is good. If, if 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 you can get past it to you know, if if it if you can allow yourself to be immersed in that show, it's a really good show.
3: Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I've about. It. I'll check it out. Yeah,
0: it certainly one is very the many good.
3: Things, one of the many things. on on Netflix that I've got to get around to watching. Yeah. Uh, you have Hulu, right? I do. Have. All right, we I love. I love this. I love this show, man. We bounce around topics and don't give a fuck about <laughs> transitions.
0: Well,
2: that, that was <laughs> seamless. It
0: was so seamless. It was.
3: Uh, There's a there's a show. It's it's actually it's an NBC show, uh, but I was following it because they posted on on Hulu. It's called uh, The Good Place. Okay. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. It's from a oh shit. You like Parks and Rec, right? Love Parks and Rec. It's from the the creator of Parks and Rec. Really? It's his new show. Okay. Yeah. It's called The Good Place. It stars uh, Ted Danson and Chris. Is it Kristen or Kirsten Bell? I think Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. That's a chick from that one uh, Private Eye show, right? Uh, Private Eye show? Jessica Mars. Oh, I
0: haven't it seen Jessica Mars? Kristen Bell is uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? The blonde?
3: Yeah. But she got famous because of that show. I think it was Jessica Mars.
0: Oh, really? I never heard about
3: that. She can get it, though. Yeah, it was, it was some show on, like, UPN back in the day.
0: UPN? She's white, though. You remember, you, you, you remember UPN? Yeah, she's white, though. How did she get on UPN? Dude,
3: this, because this was the show. No, one, no, the show wanted it. So was they were she, like, Fuck. was she,
0: she the token white girl on UPN?
3: <laughs> no, it was the token white show on UPN.
0: There was a white show on UPN?
3: No, not, not, not. What did I say, Jessica Mars? Veronica
0: Mars. Veronica Mars. But it's still yeah. Kristen Bell,
3: right? Yeah, Kristen Bell. Like This this is the show that guys that made crazy. her famous. That's crazy. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. It's got a 97% on Rotten Tomato. Oh, damn. Uh yeah, no, it was a really popular show uh, mm-hmm. back when, like 2006, 2007. But so, so anyway, so she's in it. And, Graham, this show is amazing. What, what, it's amazing. And it I would implore you. huh? What is it called? It's called just The Good Place. The Good Place. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to tell you just the premise, right? Because it is very high concept. So, basically, the, the show starts and Kristen Bell's character is dead. Uh, she wakes up and she's in this, like, lobby, this waiting room. And Ted Danson opens the door. He's like, oh, you know, come on in.
0: Let's let's <laughs> I, talk. I, I don't know why I just laugh and, when I hear Ted Danson's name. Go ahead. I know, right? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and, so,
3: and so, Ted Danson explains to her, he was like, yeah, so you're dead. Um, and now you're in the good place. And he says, and she's like, what? And he's like, well, you know, there's, you know, basically the good place is heaven. And then there's the bad place, which is hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he explained to her, her whole situation and that, you know, she's in this, you know, the good place and everything is, is so fantastic and, and, and perfect. And, you know, everyone, everyone in the good place has their soulmates, you know, waiting for them. And so she gets all this dumped on her within the first like uh, I don't know like six minutes of the show, but then the the, the reveal comes in right before the commercial break where she <laughs> she she tells her uh, her soulmate she was like they made a mistake, I am not this person that they think that I am, uh, and then that's pretty much the show. So I forget her name on the show, but apparently she shares the same name of this other woman who died, and. There was a clerical mix-up, and she ended up going to the good place when she should have been going to the bad place, and the woman that should be in the good place ended up going to the bad place. Oh, so so she's basically this woman, this person who is confined to hell, but was mistakenly granted permission into heaven, and she's trying to maintain appearances and not let anybody know that she is the the fuck up because just by her being there it causes and creates all these disturbances within the good place. And Ted Danson is basically like the, uh, they call him architects. He's the architect of this neighborhood where she resides. And he can, he's trying to figure out like what's going on. Like why are things tripping out and going the way that they are and blah, 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 blah. And, and so it's, it's it's really just a show about her trying to navigate and get through the situation. And the only one that knows about it is her, uh, her soulmate. She confides in him this black guy, his name is Chidi. And he's like, what? You're, what? <laughs> he didn't even want to know. He's like, don't tell me this. Don't tell me this. But he was like, uh, on earth, he was a, um, what was he? He was like some kind of, uh, some theorist or some shit like that. I, I forget exactly who it was. But he, she convinces him, he's like, look, I know I'm not supposed to be here, but you can teach me to be a better person. So he does his best to try to convert her into a good person but she is not she is she is a fucking despicable human because they do flashbacks to show you how she was when she was alive and she was the worst (laughs) human being ever just cynical a straight-up bitch you know didn't care about nothing but herself you know
2: but but it's a redemption story okay it's
3: a redemption story and it's for me, it's, it's better than Parks and Rec. Whoa. They've only, and they've only done one season, and Whoa. I don't even know if they're going to do a
2: second. Whoa, B, B. Yeah,
3: brother, brother, I, I love Parks and Rec. Whoa. I, I love it just as much as you do. This I do know show, you do.
0: Crazy ass Steven talking out of the side of your neck. <laughs> I do. Whoa. This, I'm telling you, this show is better. How are you going to say this it's better off better. of one season?
3: This one season is better than all the seasons in Parks and Rec. Whoa.
0: Dropping the mic on that,
2: I'm what saying it. I stand by it. What
0: the fuck? Yes, yes. Oh my god! Wow, that's intense. It, man. That, that's a huge. That's a huge uh, mark to to meet. That's crazy. I,
3: I, it, it is not. I, I am not being uh, hyperbolic.
2: Okay.
3: I am because the show, the show, fucking surprises you, man. Wow. And there, are, and there, are, and, and there are a lot of guest stars from. Um, Parks and Rec, not a lot, but mm. you'll see some, some actors from Parks and Rec, they okay. make, you know, appearances on the show. It, look, Parks and Rec is created creator this guy, like, I think he was, was he responsible for uh, the office as well? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm asking you, I don't even fucking know. I'm going to add it. All, all I know, right they, of, they, uh, good. They used it to advertise the good show they were seeing from the creator of Parks and Rec. Maybe that was all he did. Okay. But it um, was hey, it's like an executive producer or something.
0: No, I'm gonna I'm gonna add it to my uh to my thing right now.
3: Brother, you have to I've seen it twice already. Wow. I think there's uh fourteen episodes in the season. Okay. And you know, thirty minutes to go by really quick. It is fucking it's great, man.
0: Oh, he's an executive producer, Michael Schur, the executive producer of Michael Brooklyn, Schur Brooklyn Nine Nine and Parks and Rec. Oh, oh, he does Brooklyn Nine Nine. I like that too. I have never seen that. Oh yeah, I see. As, as, uh, I see Adam Scott here in a in a yeah. thumbnail. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, man. Adam
3: Scott. It. Adam Scott. It's not a spoiler, but Adam Scott, his character is from the Bad Place.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> it, I, mean, I, seems... I I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's definitely not better than Parks and Rec. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>
3: Well, you know, I'm glad you said that uh, because I'll give you, you know, I'll give you this, you know, moment to tell that to me and we'll do another podcast. And after you've finished it, uh, a, you'll have to recant.
0: So bold. What you just
3: said. He's so very bold. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, it's brilliant. That's crazy. It's brilliant.
0: I'm definitely going to watch it, man. I'll, I'll definitely watch it. So uh, I was actually just texting with Sergio, like before you called and he was telling me that I need to watch um, Silicon Valley. So I got to oh,
3: do that, too. Oh, that show is awesome. Yeah, so everybody yes. says.
0: So my, my, my boy and my student, Seth, he was telling me the same thing. So I, I watched the pilot last year, and I was like, man, I'm not really feeling it. I, I know pilots are always kind of whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, didn't, I didn't go back after the pilot. So I know I, I got to do Silicon Valley, and I'm going to do uh, The Good Place, too.
3: Well, what are you going to watch Silicon Valley?
0: Do you have HBO? I have uh, his HBO Go account
3: okay. Oh, well then, yeah, man, come on. <laughs> come on, bro. Come on, son. Yo, I... I yeah, I, I, you, can't, you <laughs> can't judge any of these shows by the pilot. I mean, you have to give it at least
0: at least three episodes. You're right, you're right. Because, you know, when uh, the biggest um, pilot uh, lesson I had was Breaking Bad. Because I watched the pilot for Breaking Bad, which I, I just recently watched again. And I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? This pilot is amazing, too. But when I watched it at the time, that's only like,
3: because you know what happened before. Right.
0: But when I watched the time, I was like, "Man, I don't really care." And so, like, I waited another, I don't know, eight months until I started it again, and then I watched like the next couple episodes, and I was like, "Holy shit, this show's amazing!"
3: Hey, brother, I this I created this whole pilot rule based off of Breaking Bad. I didn't like the pilot either, right? I saw it and I was like, "I don't understand what everybody's talking about," and I was like, "Fuck this! Shit. I don't want to wait this, that, nah, whatever." And then, you know, like three years later, you know, Dan's telling me that I got to be watching Breaking Bad, and I was like, and at this point, oh, you know, they had like uh, the first two seasons up on Netflix. Dude, I was the exact was like, same no. way.
0: Two seasons. Yeah, later. and I was like, no, I don't want to watch this shit. I
3: don't. I don't give a fuck about some teachers selling meth. And so I waited again. And it was like by the time I started watching it, it was uh, what was it? Two seasons before they wrapped up, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I went back. And I, I just I binge, like I, I made myself get through the pilot and I kinda of forced myself I had to force myself to just stay watching it. Yeah. It's like a book. And you And it, it took about three it time.
2: episodes.
3: You just gotta give the time. Yeah. By the third episode, the end of it, I was like, Okay, all right. It's it's got
2: me. Yeah. That is by uh, far it, still
0: like for me like a benchmark of like one of the greatest periods of television. Like that show was is a fucking moment of unbelievable television.
3: Yeah I, agree. yeah, I agree. I agree. I hold it up uh, high regard.
0: Yeah, and even as, like, unbearably annoying as the Skylar and the the sister are, um, I mean, that's, like, they're supposed to be. So they play it so well. But, God, I, the whole time I was just like, when are they going to kill these bitches? I'm so fucking tired. I, you of know, them. I never
3: thought that, that, uh, that they were that annoying.
0: Really? Holy shit. Yeah. I just watched the pilot again I really the other didn't. day because I started watching um, Better Call Saul, which is amazing. Um, oh man, I saw
3: the first. Uh, I saw the first season. It was great.
0: Yeah, so good. So I went back and I was like, you know what? I watch Breaking Bad again. So I started with the pilot and I watched the first couple episodes and I was like, God damn, Skyler and this other girl are so annoying. I hate them so much.
3: Yeah, I didn't find them annoying. I mean, I, I mean, not annoying. I mean, they were definitely. Um. Uh, well, well,
0: right, well, maybe they were a little bit annoying. You have a much higher but, tolerance for annoying white people than I do, apparently.
3: Yeah, well, maybe that's what it was. I but I, I did like how, you know, they they flipped it. You know, like Skyler basically becoming part of the whole fucking thing. Yeah, and then like they, they allowed because like any other show. And those two characters, those two women, would have stayed the exact same way from the start of that show to the end. Right. But 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 the writing being as strong as it was, they were able to 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 develop and to change in and, both of them. Yeah, you know, and, I, mean, yeah, Skyler, I was just
0: say like, go ahead.
3: No, Skylar, you know, went from being you know kind of this doting wife to then figuring out what was happening, and then her not wanting to see her whole fucking life and her family, like just be completely upended, you know, in her own way, rationalize, well, if I help, maybe it'll be enough, you know, to just get him through this. And she does. And then she becomes complicit in it,
2: mm-hmm.
3: which I never saw that coming. Yep. And then, and then the sister, you know, the sister changes and she, you know, she, she gets hardened. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Cause the, the, the sister was the, for me it was worse than maybe Skyler was. Yeah. Because she was just this dumb, ditzy, totally type broad. And just such a... But then towards hunt. the end though you find out like hey, she she grew up too. She realized she's not yeah. that dumb.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and only that, like how, how bold and how brave it was to, to take the show and, and take the the lead actor of a show and change him from the most like virtuous good guy to the most ruthless, disgusting villain. Um, and then turn him back into a hero like you care about him again so fucking crazy such good writing and then uh, even like jesse's whole arc is he you know he's he's a he's an addict and he's a he's a trauma survivor like his whole arc is so sad and he's constantly like allowing himself to be put in these horrible situations because he's he's uh, so desperate to be uh, feel some kind of love or connection that he keeps fucking up and making his life worse, and 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 allowing this Walter White character who he trusts implicitly back into his life, and and he destroys him every time, and he keeps letting him. It's an intense show, man. It's a really intense show.
3: Yeah, it is. It is, and you, man, you hit the nail on the head when you're talking about you know his relationship with Walter because Walter fucks him up. Yeah, takes advantage of Jesse, like because all Jesse wanted I mean he yeah he just wanted to he he, needed a he was looking like a, like a father figure exactly
0: he needed a father like you I, know it's and he thought he
3: found it and then you know Heisenberg you know he he he, he figured that he figured out what Jesse needed and how he saw him and he exploited it
0: yeah you and, know? and 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 in in um Walter Whites position he's a narcissist so it's he's not doing it intentionally to fuck over jesse but it's all about him like what he wants what he needs how it affects him so he keeps ruining jesse's life and jesse keeps clinging to it and walter white keeps trying to justify his own behavior and it, it it's it's such a fucked up dynamic and it's really like when i watch that show now that i'm like in therapy and dealing with my whole life and shit it's fucking crazy and and, and uh, kind of shitty how much I identify yeah. with Jesse <laughs> and like, oh, man, yeah. <laughs>
2: and, and
0: how many people in my life have been Walter White. And uh, yeah, it, it's such an intense show. Such good writing. Like when I look at yeah. a show that, you know, like I love Game of Thrones a lot. Um, like I love that show. It's so good. But it doesn't elicit the emotional connection or response that I, when I, now when I'm talking about, um, breaking bad, um, so it's like as much as I love game of thrones, like, I'll still put, let's say breaking bad ahead of it because of that connection. The, the, the subject matter they touch on is so deep.
3: Yeah. I, I feel you with that. Look, as good as, as good as game of thrones is, mm-hmm. and it's great, mm-hmm. but it's, I mean, look, it's, it's, it, it's, it's only so. There's only so much you can really invest in a show, as good as it is. for dragons,
0: right? Right. I mean,
3: because I mean, it's, it's like, not. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Like, I mean, they do their best to make. To, I mean, they've the, the world building on Game of Thrones is fantastic. Like oh, yeah, everything, so it, it comes across fully realized. But there are dragons there. There are White Walkers. Like there are things that. Right you know, allow you to basically distance yourself because it's like, okay, well, this is obviously straight up fiction. But then you look at, like you said, you know, Breaking Bad where, you know, like that's, that's could be our neighbor. That could be, you know, someone I know. Like it's, it's real. Like there's no, and like you said, like for for your own self, you know, it's like, you know, you felt that you've been adjusted. You've been, you know, the victim of like, you know, Walter white type characters and stuff and it's like those cause they're, those are real people
2: right you know there are people right.
3: I've got family members that are like that exactly. and, you know it's like you can you can relate on it on, on a much different level than you can some fantasy fiction as good as it is right and, 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 it is. And, and,
0: and to Game of Thrones credit like if you were to take a piece out of it like you could look at the the Lannister family you know Tyrion and and uh and all of them and that would be the closest thing you could take to real world because they're very they're not a magical family and they're very much based in reality right. and it's all just people yeah. fucking each other over and Tyrion just wants, you know, he's flawed, but he wants love and connection and to be accepted. And he's not because he, yeah. Yeah, he just wants to keep be fucking him over. Yeah, yeah. So fascinating though. Like breaking bad and yeah. And better call saw good God. It's good, man. It is so good. I'm yeah. really excited now for the next season. Cause I know I don't read or watch anything on it, but like, did, Oh, you didn't see the second season. I haven't. No, okay. uh, I've only okay. seen the first. That's all they have on Netflix. Okay, and well, they don't have it on Hulu. Yeah, I, I so downloaded. I, I downloaded the second season because I had to watch so, okay. it. Okay. Um, yeah. But the the way it ends, the cliffhanger sets up for a, a very. What I'm thinking, I'm guessing, is a very big Breaking Bad tie-in. I'm hope I'm I hope I'm right. But uh, yeah, I'm
3: excited. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. I'm like excited. I know Vince Gillian, the creator. Like he said that. Yeah, there's definitely gonna be a lot of. Uh, a lot of crossover, as there should. I mean, you can't yeah. do that without, you know, at some point bringing in some of those Breaking Bad elements. Right.
0: And that's a challenge that show has, too, because, like, it's all false jeopardy. Like, you know nothing's going to happen to Saul. Right. Because he shows up in Breaking Bad and he's fine. So it's like, but they still manage to make it suspenseful.
3: You know why? Because they put they put in characters that you don't know.
0: Right. Uh, the
3: brother. Very smart. Uh, you're very smart. All these other people, yeah. Cause no, but it's point. true, though. It's so like point. you said, it's like you know that he's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But if they can get you to start caring about some of these other side characters, right, you forget. that's what pulls you in, you know? Yeah,
0: that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, great show. Great show. I'll I make a good point every now and again. You make lots of good points, man.
3: Oh, man. All right, man. Hey, you want to call this... Uh, a night, yeah. Uh, it's late. We can, we can. Uh... I got. I'm doing the pee dance over here.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Let's call it. Let's call it. We can. Uh, we'll build it back up. dance. We'll, we'll do another one when you get back.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, before we go, uh, one last thing. Uh, it's Thursday, February. What's the date? The ninth. The ninth. Yeah. John Wick Two comes out tomorrow. Ooh. And I. I I, I love John Wick One. I thought it was. I still think the first one is probably the best action film that's been produced in America in quite some time. And I, I'm seeing the early reviews for the second one, and they're saying that it's, it's based, I, I read one review, and they said that it's basically the equivalent of the Ray Two. Fuck. In terms of how how it you know expands upon you know what the first one did. So, I'm Yo,
0: excited for that J- John, shit. I I am completely on board John Wick 1 was amazing. I love that movie. I love them. And you know what's weird too? I know we we I will have a lot of time to talk about this, but uh <laughs> he went from like John Wick to Knock Knock. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You sucked my oh. coke
3: <laughs> I know. Man, I just saw that. I saw that maybe like 4 or 5 months ago. <laughs> And and I and I oh. honestly I didn't know the timeline until after I saw it because I was like that movie was horrible and oh I was like what you did after John so Wick
2: bad. you sucked my cock
0: fuck <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so bad those those girls were hot though especially that blonde they movie. were good lord holy they shit. were yeah
3: it uh, was believable I was like hey man you
0: know I anybody, there's only anybody would have fucked them anybody would have fucked yeah. Yeah, especially after all the all the lengths that they went through. <sighs> yeah, crazy. Oh, you know, last thing too is uh, John Wick comes out tomorrow. But you know what else comes out tomorrow is the new Lego Batman movie. Oh yeah, let to see that too, which I'm very excited about. But you know what I'm really excited is i um, I bought tickets and I'm taking just taking my son. I'm taking Grayson to go see it, the first movie. Oh yeah, in a theater. Yeah, first movie in the theater. Lego Batman. Lego Batman. Nice. You know, because that's his first word was Batman. Yeah, I know you told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. Wow, that's man. awesome, man. I'm very excited tomorrow. 11 a.m. at the IMAX. I'm, I'm pumped. Oh, man, that's dope. I just hope he sits there. Yeah, tonight. I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> IMAX tickets are expensive as shit. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Well, all right, man. All right. This was fun, man. I'm, I'm glad we can, uh, you know, in a pinch, we can always do this over Skype. And I'll, I'll I'll get the sound worked out better for next time, too, if we do it.
3: Yeah, it was a good test. It was a good test. But like I said, you know, the next one uh we'll do it. I'll be at your place. Cool. All
0: right, bro. All right, everybody. Thank you guys. All right. Wow. All right. I'm really going to
3: take a
2: piss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye everybody.
2: Uh, all right, peace. Peace.